Dente Rigamontis. I'm Review Cultist. Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have a letter to ADR for Robovember. Yay! At least the last week of Robovember. Um, so for those of you not in the know, Creepypasta are short internet stories that get copied and based across the internet, and they're usually fairly creepy. Um, however, today we have something special, because this one is actually a letter to ADR, or a letter to El Dente Rigamortis, is a Creepypasta that was sent to us by a fan, and since it has to do with animatronics, I figured we'd do it for Robovember. Also, I've talked to him and made sure that it was okay that we did this on, uh, over on the show. Um, this will be kind of, well, it's more or less a like we're essentially this is also a first draft of the story um, and is technically a parody pasta <laughs> as I found out yesterday <laughs> so but we will treat it like any other st- pasta and probably rip the sunders <laughs> um, but all for a good cause we swear uh, so yeah I'll just yeah, so with that out of the way, we'll just dive right into this one. Um, so the story opens up with our author-slash-narrator character um, saying how much he likes creepypasta but dislikes ones that make corporate entities and evil supernatural corrupt, supernaturally corrupt and basically make them out to be more of the bad guy than what capitalism already makes them out to be um, in reality. So specifically Disney, uh, since he is something of an expert on the company. Uh, he then proceeds with a story of his own account as a security guard for Disneyland, specifically California Adventures. Uh, everything is pretty standard and ordinary until one night uh, he's checking out a warehouse behind the park on the night shift and uh, where he, they keep uh, old unused rides um, or ones that get re- are in the stage of like to either be reused later or recycled or trashed. Um, and uh, the higher ups have him check in because there's been like recent, it's like some break ins by fans in the past into these uh, warehouses. So the one he's checking uh, in particular holds the ill received ride called Superstar Limo, uh, one that involved poorly characterized B and C list celebrities um, as animatronics that told bad jokes and um, made you feel like a star as you were like riding a limo to your debut and stuff like that. Yes, but then the paparazzi were all, you know... Kind of in passe. <laughs> well, they they were, you know, they, they get in the way of shit. Yeah. They, they fuck sh- I mean, the most memorable account of that would be Princess Di. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, her tragic death, because contrary to popular belief, I'm not a completely heartless son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and if you go to the Wikipedia for the actual ride... It says that it was changed before it was actually opened because of the fact of Princess Di's death. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So it's not the original one that Disney wanted to be there. Oh, okay. Well, which not, is probably, their origin, not their initial concept. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably why it got shut down less than a year later. Yeah, and then was replaced well, by Monsters. Can't do what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then, they, yeah, they replaced it with a Monsters Inc. ride, uh, like repainted the limos as, ta- as taxi cabs and blah, blah, blah. Um... So yeah, he heard. Um, so yeah, he's so as he's going to like checking the the locked doors, like every all the doors into this warehouse are locked. But he hears a noise inside, like movement, 
uh, despite the doors being unlocked. So he calls it in and proceeds to go inside and investigate. Uh, with only a mag light and calling out, uh, he finds uh, a pool of blood and the smell of decay. Um, and he's not retarded about it. He yeah. you know, radios his partner and yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, There's... I heard a noise in here, so I'm going to check it out. Yeah. He, he does it by the book. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. you know gung-ho, oh man, I'm John McClane. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a gun. Like, he does mention that, like, he's only armed with the flashlight because the security guards don't have a gun. Um, and so, yeah, he's just calling out, trying to, like, if this is somebody, and then, like, again, he comes across the, the weird smell of decay and then pool of blood. Um, and then a bunch of rats come spewing out of a dark corner, and uh, he figures that's what made the sound. So, but as he's turning to leave, in the doorway is a Drew Carey animatronic, um, horribly like caricaturized with a creepy smile and tacky shirt and stuff, um, and the hands coated with blood. So it lets out a through a distorted voice a threat toward him. Um, I think it's like the prices like it's like a prices no, right kind of no, line. No, no, whose line? Who's line is it? Anyway? Okay, sorry, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. You think the points are the only thing that doesn't matter? Neither does your life. Or sorry, well, you're wrong. Your life also doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and then proceeds to uh, just rush him and choke the life out of him. Uh, so our security guard uh, bludgeons the head of this thing uh, to expose its inner metal framework. Um, but he's just he succumbs to the choking uh, and blacks out, only to wake up the next day in the hospital. Um, his partner found him uh, and called it in, called in the ambulance. Um, and aside from the missing Drew Carey animatronic, nothing else really has happened. Um, the company, like, because he, he reported in and did by the book, the company's not going to charge him for any, any of the issues. Or fire him. Exactly, yeah. Gross subordination. Yeah, because he did nothing out of, like, he did everything by the book, so. Um, and, uh, yeah, despite the fact, yeah, that we, they've lost a Drew Carey animatronic, uh, life kind of goes on in the park. Uh, but because the animatronic is still out there and our protagonist feels that it is this evil, violent thing, um, he sent the the story to us, ADR, to get the word out because we have the critical mind that'll see the truth in the story. Um, so that's the end of the story. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it was a parody pasta, um, or uses a lot of, like, it uses a lot of common creepypasta tropes, um, but having fun with it, like so, or at least that's what it felt like. It was like just having fun with the um, the idea of making a crude pasta. Yeah, it um, was a story that wasn't taking itself too seriously. Yeah. I mean, like right down to the choice of celebrity to pick for an, the animatronic. Yeah. Um, however, I do take exception to calling Drew Carey a B or C list um, celebrity because. He, I don't he's think awesome. he's. I, I I get that he's awesome. I, he's the awesome. I still think he's a B list, but not an. Like, he definitely isn't an A list actor. Um, he's an A list TV celebrity. Okay, A list. He TV has actor. had three successful TV shows. I mean, granted, one he took over from Bob Barker, but it hasn't suffered because of Drew Carey's involvement. Fair. And like, I mean, TV and movies are two completely different things. And I mean, I'm sorry. Like I say. Three successful TV series. Yeah. I mean, Drew Carey show, Whose Line Is It Anyway, survived past Drew Carey's involvement, mm -hmm. and then he took over for Bob Barker on The Price is Right, and like I said, it's still The Price is Right. Yeah. So, 
I'm, yeah, it, it, I guess it's a point of like like view, like because I guess a list. He's not an a list movie celeb, but he's an a he's an a list TV celeb. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, with that comes less celebrity, but at the same time, it's like the guy has made a fucking amazing career. Yeah, yeah. Even I've enjoyed Drew Carey's show, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when and I've I mean, seen it. <laughs> and who does like who's? Um. So. I like the idea of having Disney as a uh, as a backdrop rather than a villainous Villain. entity, yeah. like because again, like like I know it's it's portrayed a couple of times, not even just in Creepypasta, but in media sometimes, like uh, like corporate, like it just seems like a very passe, like corporate, like corporations are evil kind of thing. Like I mean, they're not, I mean, they're not evil, evil, like sinister or monstrous all the time. Well, it's yeah, just but I mean, people see that because they're a big company, right down to their acquisition of other licenses, like. Yeah. Um, you know, people get uppity because they bought Power Rangers back in the day. Yeah. Um, Marvel Studios. Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. But I mean, like, let's be honest, like... Like, people, people wouldn't go see Star Wars, um, Force Awakens because Disney ate it. It's like, really? Was George Lucas so great? Yeah, it can be. It can be argued as much as I like Star Wars. Yeah, the the prequels. Star Wars. The prequels were kind of. Oh, yeah, I like. Like, I like the prequels too, but like, they're they're not as good as the first ones, and I think like that. That's a matter of opinion. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I, I, I I like them all. All right, guys. Listen, seven. Well, then he's kind of switching over from Creepos to Star Wars talk. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, we're we're talking. It's relevant to this. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, because I'm just, yeah. we're we're on the same side as the author yeah. of you know why does everyone vilify Disney? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there, there's no need for it, honestly. They ever since mm-hmm. most of their pro like their licenses that they've bought. Have They've done flourished. good work yeah. with them. Yeah, exactly. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, is probably the best of the hero like movies out there. Well, they make sense, which is more than we can say for DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like they didn't invent the concept of a shared movie universe, but they have really brought it to the forefront and to the mainstream. Yeah. And would that have happened without Disney's money? Probably not. I don't really believe so. It's possible, but I don't well, think it could have happened. Just looking at the history of how Marvel like has tri- like has dealt with movies in the past, like the '90s were not kind to the Marvel movies. No, no, <laughs> because they were like even when they were like like gun or like uh just like produced by like Fox and Sony and stuff like that, like they were by separate companies that all had their own agendas, so they were never going to have a shared universe. Exactly. Which. This makes it feel more like a Marvel comic universe. Well, I mean, they've even cinema. gone to the point of working with Sony to bring Spider-Man into the same exactly, universe. Exactly, yeah. Like, and I mean, it's just, yeah. So, bottom line is that, like, yeah, Disney doesn't Disney have to be... Disney isn't bad. Yeah, exactly. Any more so than any kind of capitalist corporate corporation but that's like not that bad yeah <laughs> it's not like sinister supernaturally corrupt evil monstrosity yeah the mm-hmm. problem <laughs> people have with them is that they own too much yeah in some people's eyes um but hey they've had the money to purchase these things and then produce entertainment for the masses exactly so yeah like yeah exactly so um i do have a couple of beasts with the story like uh where did the blood and decay come from 
Uh, like my best bet is the rats, maybe. But aside from that, it just seems like the anim- it was yeah, just but there. the rats were running away from it. Yeah, so they were there. Uh, yeah, like my only the other thing is like it only just seems like it was there. I think we need a missing person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from like a previous like from that day or yeah. a couple of days prior. Um, I think that would have filled that gap. Yeah, because otherwise it just seems like it was there yeah. for to give the, the Drew Carey with the blood-coated uh, hands more menace mm-hmm. or to show him more antagonist. But like, yeah, then like I keep thinking it's like where the hell, like where's this, where, where's all this blood from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it just, yeah, it gets in the and way. I mean, but... there could have been a missing person in the park, but if we don't know about it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. We, we can you know, come like, up with all of the theories we want, but unless it's stated in the story, it didn't happen. Exactly, yeah. Um, I actually have a quote uh, for a uh, probably a nitpick for me. Um, so, I swung the maglite down onto the animatronic's head, each swing cracking the pl- that plastic facade. I could see the metal underneath, but the thing kept on passing. Yep. Um, I think it meant <laughs> it's supposed to be pressing, yeah, but yeah, like that was the that's that's my one one nitpick. I was like that that's gonna be fixed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just not as good at finding it. I know. Just, I'm sure I'm gonna have fun more. Clearly, it's missing the word wind. <laughs> <laughs> Kept passing wind. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, um... so does that mean it's a part of Tronic? <laughs> <sighs> So, okay. Um, where the hell is? Um, yeah. So this is a common horror trope, and uh, this is this is a, po- a parody um, of like creep pasta tropes and stuff. But I do uh, I don't like the sudden transition to the hospital. <laughs> like he just kind of like we don't really like. Why didn't this robot just kill him like in the warehouse? Like why did it just well, choke him out? His partner showed up. So Maybe he yeah, but retreated back. But yeah, we like, can't know that because he blacked out. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. It just felt kind of jarring more so than I than I've usually read that kind of uh, an ending. Um, I just like I don't know how it can make it smoother, but yeah, um, um, I do know how. Okay. Um, as he's fading into darkness, he hears his partner yeah. call out, and you know the last sensation he has before, like actually blacking out, is falling to the ground. Yeah, that would have been a better. That would have been a smoother transition to the sudden hospital. Because then yeah. we know that <laughs> you know you 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 get confirmation that the animatronic let him go. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, uh, the image provided. I think could be moved to the. Where is this from? Um, sorry. Yeah. Notes done yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the image provided in the story because uh, there is actually a photo um, about m- near the end, but like not quite at the end. It um, just shows right in the middle yeah. of the animatronics dialogue. Yeah, and, and I, that is a horrible place for it. Yeah, it mm. needs to be at the... I feel like if you're going to include a photo, like, I, honestly, I don't think the photo needs to be there. Like, you should be able to describe Drew Carey animatronic um, like, and have that and have the monster be described in words rather than a photo. The photo, but again, like, it is a common um, creepypasta thing to do, and this is kind of parodying that, so I see why, why, why they did it, but 
Yeah, if you're going to have that photo, have it at the very end of the story. Or it could have been at the very start. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the very Just start as well. Yeah. set that image in your head, and then you read the story, and you're like, oh. why is there a picture of Drew Carey? And then, oh, oh there, that's yeah. why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you're going to include the story, or include the photo in it, don't have it right in the middle of the of the text, because mm-hmm. it's just kind of... And don't have it... Well, you can have it in the middle of text, but he breaks a paragraph with it yeah. into two paragraphs, and there is no mm-hmm. other reason for the break in the paragraph other than that photo. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. just... That's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've got. Yeah, you've got Drew Carey in the middle of what is supposed to be an, a menacing line. Yeah. <clears throat> And you've got this cartoonish, ridiculous image breaking it up. So it takes all of the menace out of the, the animatronic words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I have for my notes. I did actually ask the guy a couple of questions because I was able to get a hold of him. Um, well, and well, he did send if us... we have that luxury, we exactly, yeah. use it. So um, I asked him, like, <laughs> I just asked him a couple of, like, little questions about, like, the re- research he had done for the story. Because... You know, we had that on the show a lot where, like, if you don't, uh, like, write what you know or research what you're writing. Um, he has done a lot of research on his off time about Disney and the parks, and he's been to the parks several times. Like, all, like, both the ones in, like, the ones in Hollywood and Florida. Um, he's also researched being a security guard because he was planning to get a job as one. Um, and according to him, yeah, Disney guards don't use guns, which I actually had to ask him, like, do they really do not that, have guns? That actually I makes did, a shit ton of yeah. sense because you're in a park yeah. with <laughs> like that, millions, thousands, <laughs> yeah, of thousands yeah. civilians, and I mean, his, his comment was a lot of children. Yeah, like I mean, mm-hmm. you just his comment was at the entrance, like they have they have uh, the guard at the entrance, and like pretty much if somebody like has a gun in their ca- in the bag that they're checking, it's already like that's the la- that's the last line of defense, like that's the line of defense. Well, the that, that's yeah, that's where it's gonna get handled. Yeah. Not exactly, not inside the park itself. Like the most, exactly. of, the most they'd get would be a baton or the mag light, because most of the time they're not dealing with like somebody like a gunman. They're dealing mm-hmm. with drunks at the um, uh, the more mature section of the park. Well, exactly, and I'm so. sure they're um, what you call it. Uh, trained to not use the mag light as a weapon. Yeah. You, Dear you, God. <laughs> well, I mean, you could fuck someone up with that. And honestly, even at night, it still makes sense to not have a gun because most people would be breaking apart. It's honestly... The, the light from the flashlight is going to scare them off. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's all you really need to do, you know, do your patrols and scare off people because what's a gun going to do? A gun is going to get someone who probably fucking did it on the equivalent of a dare or a larf yeah. shot. And we don't need that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I asked him a couple of those questions. That's pretty much... Those are what I got from So, um, that's all I have. Um, you guys have should have some more, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like most creepypastas, this one had an issue in the first paragraph. <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Who loves creepypastas? Is that the one? <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, because we wouldn't be here if people didn't love creepypastas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I'll just read the paragraph and explain what's wrong. Yep. Uh, so, I always loved creepypasta. These terrifying stories would sometimes keep me awake at night and fill me with the horror that movies couldn't do. It's all jump scares now. It just doesn't do it for me. Okay. So, the issue is that they're talking about creepypasta, 
And then it talks about how movies don't do it, but then it goes on to it, and it still refers to the creepypasta. Whereas it should have specified that it, movies are all jump scares. Yeah, Because gotcha. the way it's written, it's all, it's creepypastas are all jump scares now. Gotcha, yeah. okay. And that creepypastas suddenly don't do it for them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so... <laughs> So instead of it's all jump scares, it should be movies are all jump scares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you could just do, it just doesn't do it for me. Or they just do it for me. Yeah, that would actually be the right, sorry. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to allow you to nitpick. (laughs) (laughs) And then onwards to the second paragraph. Uh, It has extra words that don't really need to be there. Like I do some or I do have problems with creepy pasta sometimes though, and it's when they're based on actual businesses and companies. You could easily shorten that down to I do have problems with creepy pasta when they're based on actual businesses and companies. Yeah, just smoothing out that the yeah. the, the writing because yeah. what's there is a little clunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like getting rid of the extra words that don't add anything to the sentence. Yeah, that's <laughs> huge, uh, Michael. <laughs> Uh, do, do, do. Uh, here's a nitpick, obviously. Uh, I understand that Disney is a large corporation with its finger in every pie. And it should be in many pies. Yeah. Because, I mean, if I make a pie from scratch, I'm not letting Disney anywhere near it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> no, yeah. but he is right. No, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, not, yeah it's not every pie. It's many pies. And, like, not the, the metaphor, not, like, literal pies. But yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, Warner Brothers is still a powerhouse, and mm-hmm. Sony. They don't, well. have their, they don't have their fingers in the same pies. Yeah. Or at least not that. Yeah. And when the animatronic actually speaks, it goes on to say, It sounded like Drew's actual voice, but horrible, distorted, and pitched weird to the point it was unrecognizable. Yeah. If you can't recognize it, how do you know it's Drew Carey's actual voice? If if it sounds just like him, but it's unrecognizable, it's one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think a a good solution for that would be, like, it sounded like Drew Carey, but with, like, some distortion, like, in the recording or something like that. Like, it felt like a recording of his voice or something. Or, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Distorted to the point where I could barely recognize it. It, it can, as it is right now, it just counteracts each other. It's, it or instead of saying it sounds exactly like Carrie, it sounds like Drew Carey, but blah 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 yeah. blah to the point where I could all barely recognize. Yeah, especially in the startle state. <laughs> and then another spot where they can remove some words. Uh, I had to try to survive at least, so I did what I could do. Yeah, if you get rid of the at least. And then it reads, I had to try to survive, so I did what I could do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the other sort of nitpick is the actual animatronic. We see a picture of it. Mm -hmm. I saw a video of it because it went on YouTube. And the only really moving parts are its leg attached to the floor and the maps that it has in its hand, they fan out. Okay. So the... Animatronic self is sort of stuck in that pose. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> that that was something that I had to because it it wouldn't a walking animatronic. Yeah, yeah, because of my joints. At that point, it's a robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
And then I thought, well, how or do you... A, it, an elaborate puppet. Actually, I do remember asking him, because um, got, we got this like a little while ago, so I asked him a couple things initially uh, when I read it the first time. And uh, I actually asked him, I was like, so what do you think, like, so is, so it's just a, so this animatronics has gone wild, right? He's like, well, I, kinda, I wanted to leave it to interpretation of either it's a robot or it's some fa- obsessed fan in the Drew Carey owned. I was like, I think you should stick with the animatronic, or the, at least the robot part, because, I mean, while the person in a, in a suit or costume makes more sense for, like, the movement, you literally just say, like, when you crack open the thing's, like, head, all you see is metal parts. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you put a metal shell under the plastic and then put it on head... Okay, yeah, I guess you could do that, yeah. You, you could. Movement-wise, it makes sense if this was possibly a person. Um, honestly... Because it's stated as an animatronic and um, what have you, and it does what an animatronic can't do, we need closure on what it is. Yeah. Like, on why it's walking around. Like, is it a fucking ghost possessing it? Is it a fucking... Robot, like, full-on Is it a magically awoken machine yeah is it a terminator like the fungiers go too far (laughs) there are so many things that it could be that without clarification it's none of them yeah and the way like all of them yes and you can see where he's going like to try and make it like ambiguous to try and give you like something but for this i think yeah like we need to get a little bit more details on like exactly like to give us more like either this way or that of what it was yeah like i think it would have been maybe kind of neat to find the drew carey like on the other side of the park the next morning yeah and he's just like he's fallen over and you know they take a look at it and they find that things wrong or they find that it's been tinkered with or something that just kind of helps direct the speculation yeah it doesn't have to flat out say what happened because that's knowledge that the, the author wouldn't have but to direct the speculation to, like, oh, it's supernatural, or oh, it's technological. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that would have really helped the ending, um, as opposed to trying to trying so hard to leave the monster out there. Yeah. It's like, it's still mm-hmm. out there. Drew Carey will get you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Drew Carey. <laughs> or, and what they could have done is found the Drew Carey, directed the um, speculation, and then say that, fucking Winona Ryder was still out there. Or, like, a couple of other animatronics (laughs) were also out there. Yeah. Um, Or, not necessarily out there, but missing. Missing where? Are they in the park? Have they escaped the park? Yeah. You know, again, it's... It would kind of be the best of both worlds. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely down with that idea. Like, I think he should be explored a little bit more, not just, like, what we got, where it was just, like, kind of just, aha, jumps, like, Drew Carey animatronic, and then it's like, wait, and he's still out there! (laughs) Exactly, it's like, we need to get the word out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, as much as I like that, it's like, he's he's still out there, guys. Like, like the, um, it's even like a basic campfire ending kind of thing, it's like, it's like, he's still out there, and that thing was me, kind of thing. But, um, I I think it should be elaborated more on, like you said. Mm -hmm. I, I, like, give us, like, a little bit, just a few more details like to kind of go either one way or the other not this like kind of very bland like so wait what was like how is this thing even moving mm-hmm. like we said um it makes us ask questions and then it kind of ruins the story a little bit yeah because when you start asking intelligent questions sometimes there's you realize that there aren't intelligent answers yeah mm-hmm. so that's it for my nitpicks All things right. that i found well, that were 
Easy enough to find. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a son of a bitch and revisit the first paragraph. <laughs> um, specifically the second sentence. Um, These terrifying stories would sometimes keep me awake at night and fill me with the horror that we couldn't do. We have a change in tense in that sentence. Oh. <laughs> These terrifying stories would sometimes keep me awake at night and fill, like, they fill me with horror that the movies couldn't, that movies can't, <laughs> like, or don't. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. don't do. Yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. It's a nitpick, but it's something yeah. that, you know... It's like, grammar. It's a first yeah. draft, it's excusable, but it's something that should be addressed. Yeah, I, I did catch that, but I didn't actually write down what the issue was that I had with it. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, and that's that's actually the point I'm making, is that it needs to be corrected, because even if you don't put any thought and try and figure out why that sentence is wrong, it's reading it, you know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... And yeah, um, to be completely honest, I actually enjoy the uh, the framing device of the letter to us. Yeah. Now that might be because I am a vain motherfucker. Poss completely possible. Um, and I, I, you know, it's a flattering thing, like to have exactly. one of our listeners like create exactly. A and my ego is huge, so the fact that it's us, I, the fact that we're used as the part of the framing device, yeah, pleases me. Um, and. I assume it was by accident, unless I've dropped this tidbit in other, like, in past episodes, but the choice of celebrity <laughs> to have as the animatronic could not have been better for me. Yeah, I, I, we d- I did not, uh, I, I, I think, I don't know. But beyond yeah. that, um, it's also a really good choice because Drew Carey in all of his, like, I mean, in his long career... He's he's a happy guy. He's yeah. he's a nice guy. He's if anything, he's a doormat. Um like and I mean, honestly, even when he gets upset on like the Drew Carey show or anything, he's just adorable. Yeah. Like, so to have him like dispositioned suddenly as this monster. <laughs> yeah, it, it it works for the juxtaposition yeah. um of like, oh, Drew Carey's trying to kill me, like that would never happen what I can picture it, and uh, yeah, it's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of like that, the same like vein as like, again, like Chucky. It's like Chucky, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's like Chucky or so many of the other, you know, weird things like Annabelle. It's a fucking doll. Yeah, demonic um, toys. Yeah. Master, stuff like that. Yeah, it's just, because they're cute things or they're adorable looking things or like not non-threatening things that you wouldn't expect to try and kill you and try then they so- you. and then they suddenly have knives and oh god, run. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Giving something that traditionally has no murderous intent or traditionally brings joy to the world Yeah. Um, suddenly coming at you with murderous intent it, that it's creepy. It's the whole fucking clown. Yeah. Except clowns are inherent creep, whereas yeah. Drew Carey is inherently or, um, not creepy. It's one of the reasons why the scariest thing in the new Goosebumps movie was the lawn gnomes, and when they all started wielding weapons <laughs> in the kitchen, <laughs> they're, they're like they're just normal looking gnomes, like, um, and then suddenly their eyes, like the with the clack and cl- uh, like change of their uh, their eyebrows and stuff like that, they all suddenly just pull out knives, start throwing them at the, at the people. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's genuinely terrifying. <laughs> would not want to be in that kitchen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, going back to this. So well, yeah, other than that, um, I don't think I have anything new to add that we haven't already discussed. I mean, it's solid. 
but flawed. Yeah. I mean, but it's it's an early draft, and we know it's an early draft, not... Yeah. Like, I mean, this hasn't been posted on, you know, a creepypasta website. Exactly, so yeah. it's okay for it to be unpolished. And, uh, I... The, uh, the author, uh, and, um... I just don't know what he's going, what he wants to go as for this, um, which is why I haven't said his name. <laughs> oh, right. That's but, uh, a thing I have a problem oh. with. Um, once again, we get an unnamed protagonist. Yeah, I actually kind of would Because liked... he's the narrator. Yeah. And I mean, where is it? Um, there, there is even a paragraph that opens with, let me tell you a bit more about myself. How about a name? Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't want to divulge your real name. Fucking make a name. Make up make a name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hi, I'm Joe Blow. <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. Like he has the perfect opportunity to give us a name, and he just he he omits it completely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, I will actually have in the description below for this one uh, a link to our to the Google Doc uh, for the first draft because he has given me permission to release that. And um, hopefully, once he's assuming, like yeah, he's gonna re- he's gonna listen to this. Hopefully, he will not be crying in a corner. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we'll take the Is idea... Were we in the yeah, no, no, we were, but... <laughs> um, he, he, and he'll take, like, the, like, the, uh, our input, um, consider it when he's editing his story, and then, uh, he said he'd, uh, send us a link when he, uh, posts it somewhere, so... So is that so? There nothing, nothing else to for this one? Uh, no, not really. Uh, nothing, nothing comes to mind. Okay. So all all of the big things I wanted to address address have been addressed either by one of you two or himself. So all right, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, I don't think do we need? I don't think we necessarily have to do recommendations for this one because this one's like yes, we do. Okay. So as it is right now, like as it is now, there's nothing special about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he does something with that ending to give yeah. us, again, some direction for this, um, speculation, just something there, um, yeah. then yes, I could recommend it because we'd have something a little more unique. Yeah. Um. As it is, it kind of just ends with, like, I mean, it, it ends with, like, yeah, it's still out there. Well, well what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Drew Carey. <laughs> what's out there? Like. What's, what's hiding in the plastic shell of Drew Carey? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. We need something like mm-hmm. make a decision on what the fuck is in the animatronic. Yeah. Um, and you know, direct or speculate. You don't have to come out and say it because again, that's not um, always the with with the narration. Like he ha- he would have limited, um, you know, access to information. Yeah. But again, my idea of have Drew Carey be found immobile, in but the something park, else missing. But something else missing. I mean. Obviously, the Imagineers are going to take a look at the murderous animatronic, and they're yeah. they're going to find something. And rumor is going to come back to our protagonist, and well, maybe not necessarily, but for the interest of storytelling, yes, <laughs> you can have rumor come back to our narrator, and you know, have him be able to like you know have oh, some <laughs> speculations. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would. Like I, I've already said it. Yeah. I think that would really help, help out story. the story, and I think it would really help out the end. So you can recommend this as a story, like when it's once once he's gone through that, but as it is now, first drafted. Yeah, it's not hor- It's not that it's horrible. It's not that you know it's glaringly yeah, no. offensive to me as no. an individual. It's just there's nothing really special about it at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if he if that ending gets cleaned up. Uh, I could definitely recommend it because it's a fun framing device. I like, like, I like how he's 
saying that, you know, creepypastas are BS, but this one isn't. Yeah. I, I like that, so... Yeah, I mean, again, it's in one of those tropes, like, oh man, like, these other stories that are all fake, mine isn't, here you go. (laughs) It it, it tries to, like, bring in that little bit of immersion kind of level thing. It does, well, it does what, you know, once campfire stories were a thing, it does what other campfire stories did, like, oh yeah, you've all heard about the guy with the hook for a hand. However, my story about the guy with the chainsaw for a hand is totally legit. (laughs) Let me tell you the tale of Ash. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah. uh, Yeah, so as it is, um, uh, yeah, like I said, I think I'll recommend the our that that future story. Um, I did, I do like a lot of the stuff in this one. I don't know if I can recommend it as it is right now, but Again, like there's there's promise in this story, and it's going to hopefully get fixed or get worked at, looked at, and worked. So, yeah. And Mikey, uh, like everyone said, it is a draft. It does yeah. need work. Hopefully, the finished product is the gem that we hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> or well, at I'm least sure we'll, we'll do an update. Down the issue. We'll do an update when it comes out or when it gets released. Um, yeah. So, kind of unanimously, like. We hope for the uh, a recommend a hopeful recommendation for the future. Not one. as is, but in the future, hopefully. When the fir- when it becomes a final draft rather than yes. a first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's really it. Uh, also, actually, I wanted to add on to this um, because this episode. The reason another reason I wanted to have this in, at the end of Robovember is also to kind of get me into kick me into high gear to actually get to editing some um, games I ran because <laughs> uh, the the ADR crew and I are. Um, are gamers like tabletop gamers and we run like horror scenarios and stuff like that and so i decided one couple a little while back to start running to run some uh adr centric monster of the week kind of games um and i started off with one that was ba- inspired by this one by this uh story because uh, it seemed like a fitting kind of beginning for a campaign to have like a letter sent to us and then work on the scenario so um those will be going out to the, onto the Patreon first, um, probably shortly after this episode airs, um, and then eventually I will post it on YouTube as a um, like we do with our normal YouTube channel videos, where it's just a photo or an image, like a title screen, and the um, the uh, the audio for you to enjoy. Um, so yeah, that was the only other thing I wanted to add that was connected to this um, author of this one. I hope you um, enjoyed at the very least our editing of your uh, story. And, um, yeah, we're like, definitely finish the story and finalize it and, uh, send us that link so we can, um, link this to our, link it to the actual, uh, like, f- for the show and stuff. Uh, I think then that is about it. So, if you like what you heard, if you didn't, uh, leave us a comment in the comment section below, wherever this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi6, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're all on Twitter, at East Ends for Evil, Dr. Leviathan, and Review Cultist. Uh, rank us and send us reviews on iTunes. That every little bit helps. Oh, and you can um, leave, uh, check out the uh, title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. And you can uh, leave us an email at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us suggestions for other creepypastas you'd like to discuss on the show. Or if you have some creepypasta that you're working on and would like to um, to have us look at, we'd be more than happy to check it out and let you know what we think about 
the editing for it. Um, we're not entirely professionals, but we've read a lot of creepypastas. So we can kind of sort out the good like the good things from the bad things. Many eyes can, will see more problems. Exactly, yeah. And that is kind of one of our beefs with creepypastas, that sometimes it doesn't seem like they get... So we're doing what our part. part. Are you doing yours? <laughs> Join the mobile infantry today. <laughs> what? <laughs> Would you like to know more? <laughs> um, and yeah, that... Uh, oh, and of course, uh, if you'd like to uh, show some support for the show, you can become a ba- uh, patron at Patreon. So go to Aldente Rigamortis at the Patreon um, and choose your tier that you'd like to select. And like I said, uh, we have uh, special episode content that goes on to the Patreon for patrons um, at different levels. Um, like early access to certain sh- to certain shows and exclusives for certain sh- uh, of s- exclusive shows for Patreons only. Um, and like I said, uh, we're going to start doing um, a series called Actual Play Rigamortis. Um, it'll be kind of off and on. Uh, won't be entirely regular, but it'll be uh, we'll, whenever we get them and whenever I get around to editing them, uh, I'll post them on the Patreon first, and then uh, post them on YouTube for uh, for people to enjoy. So until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Doctor Leviathan. And I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well for the end of Cleveland Rock. Happy Rope November, guys. See you next year. Notes need editing. God damn it! <laughs> um, he was checking. Uh... It's contagious. Oh, okay. I got. I got. I, I get what it was. Okay. Right, I, maybe I, I, I should just throw the soapbox at you. No, no, no. Soapbox. Holds. Hold there. Hold there. Words. Claveland rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was, that was the reference. Yeah.